I'm Donald Wayne, and this is Trice Talk Minipod for Saturday night, May the 29th, 2021. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Minipod. Uh, if you've been following Minipods over the last several months, I guess since early January, uh, I took a short break from the Minipods uh, because we did a Trice Talk Live on Facebook a little over a week ago. It was on uh, Friday, uh, the 21st of May. And so there was so much prep and everything that went into that. Um, I just decided after that was um, done that I would take just a, a short break from the mini pods, even though we continue doing the regular Trice Talk. But, uh, and I'll just mention, I'll just talk about that um, Friday night Facebook just just for a minute here uh, in case you have not listened to it you can go on to facebook our our page at facebook and uh you can see it and uh, uh several people have told us that it's hilarious uh, a number of people have told us that it's funny it's uh, mildly entertaining uh for some of you uh I'm, I'm sure it would be just because you can see us and um, of course it records all the chaos in the room, trying to get this to work and that to work. Uh, we had music that didn't work, uh, or at least, you know, uh, the people on the other end, uh, you, the listeners could not hear the music. Uh, although I continued to sing along, like, uh, I thought you could, <laughs> which I never would have opened my mouth if I realized the music wasn't going along with it. I have a tendency to do that. Although it's usually when people, I know people won't hear me, but we were just kind of worked up for that night. We were trying to have fun and enjoy ourselves, which we did, even in the midst of all that chaos. Uh, but again, it was the first time that Dennis Lee and I had actually been together in the same room to do Trice Talk in over five years. And it was also the first time that James Marshall, who was our uh, producer, editor, slash music guru back in 2016 and he was also one of the people who uh encouraged us to start uh, um a podcast back in um, january of 2016 as well and he actually came up with the name trice talk so you know it was a lot of nostalgia that night to have the three of us in the same room and especially when we got to the game section which if you've ever listened to some of the original 16 episodes of tries talk uh dated back in 2016 uh you'll see that's something that we did fairly often towards uh the last half of the shows that we did um james marshall would uh uh, pose questions to us on trivia questions and so forth. And we'd compete against each other. So we had a lot of fun ourselves. And I hope that, uh, if you haven't seen it yet and you do that, you'll, you'll get some pleasure out of seeing us <laughs> make some fools out of ourselves and just, uh, just try to muddle through and get through that first live show. But it, it was fun for us. And, and I hope somewhat entertaining for anybody that, uh, watches it. So because of that, I took a short break and now I'm getting back to the mini pods. And uh, the first subject that I picked was about some people that I, I really used to watch their show on TV 
quite often and um and it was uh, disappointed when they they took a break a couple of years ago and stopped producing series to uh, concentrate on their other other business ventures and uh, i think they have started it up again i just not have seen any of the uh, newer episodes but it was the show called fixer upper with chip and joanna Gaines. um I don't know any if any of you have watched that as well. Uh, I thought it was a very entertaining show. Of course, I'm kind of in that business uh, doing uh, small remodel projects, uh, home repairs and uh, that kind of stuff. So that was interesting for me because a lot of times I would see things. Uh, I actually got some ideas from Chip on how to make some jobs go a little faster or especially in dealing with older homes. So uh, I really enjoyed it besides his zaniness because he was always cutting up on the show and uh, doing some crazy things. Um, and I, I remember in the beginning when my wife and I first started watching it, I, I'd question how in the world Joanna seemed to be just such a totally opposite, different kind of personality could put up with all of that craziness. But, um, you know, it, it was fun to watch. So anyway, uh, this story that I'm going to do tonight, I, I noticed it was the current, there's a current issue with them that has come to light, but in looking at that, I also realized that there had been something that came up a few years ago that I, I was not aware of. And so I thought I would start there since that was the first thing that I uh, saw and I wanted to, uh, just kind of touch base on that. But apparently there was a negative story about them a few years ago that criticized them because they attend a church where the pastor has spoken out against gay marriage. Now, imagine that in, in America, that there could be a pastor that speaks out against gay marriage. Now, I'm not going to get into some kind of uh, religious discussion here. That's not my purpose. But uh, it is fair to say that uh, and I have no statistics on this, but it's fair to say that if you were to look at uh, the majority of Christian churches across the country, especially the ones that you, we we call traditional in their services and, and so forth in their teachings, um, they're probably more or less going to be teaching along the same line. Um that they'll speak out against gay marriage because it's not biblical for to support gay marriage. Now, that's not a condemnation of gay marriage. That's just, that's saying, you know, it's not unusual for a pastor to speak out against gay marriage. If, if they're a pastor and, and they believe in the teachings of the Bible and they go uh, strictly by the Bible and the teachings of the Bible, then that's probably the way they're going to feel and teach their congregations. So, but just because they go to a church where that's an issue, where a pastor is teaching uh, biblically, you know, to his, um, to the congregation, I don't know how you can, how you can fault Chip and Joanna for that, especially that one thing. Um, is, so these people that are criticizing them or did criticize them for that back at that time, 
Are they saying that everybody that goes to a church where they, where, you know, a pastor is teaching, uh, going strictly by the Bible, that people should abandon that church and, and go somewhere else where, uh, that is not an issue. What is the freedom of religion in that? So anyway, it's an old story, but that was something that they tried to pin on them. And I, obviously they survived it because they still remained on TV uh, because this was probably, I would say it was somewhere back around 2016, 2017 that occurred. So, and, and I'll say this, and, and again, I, I don't have any articles that I c- can support what I'm going to say here, but I've never seen anything that uh, said where Chip and Joanna Gaines were speaking out against social or political issues. I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen an article says that they've taken a stand, a public stand on some social or, or political issues. So I'm not really sure uh, why that was dumped on them since they, they kind of stay out of the limelight in that respect, which we used to respect in this country. We used to respect people that actually didn't use their business or their political uh, standing or their social standing uh, to to promote issues that um, maybe are just kind of one-sided in this country. But um, so I, I like that about Chip and Joanna, the fact that I never knew how they stood politically. I didn't worry about it. I didn't watch that show to know how Chip and Joanna feel about anything in life other than the reason I watched the show for to be entertained for one and to get information about uh, remodeling and, and repairing homes and so forth. So, you know, um, so that, that in some ways that also reminds me. Uh, and one of the reasons that probably bothers me is because I remember also a few years ago, that uh, people were attacking Chick-fil-A because of a controversial statement that um, Truett Cathy, who was the founder of Chick-fil-A here in Georgia, it it began here in Georgia. uh, He was a very religious person, and he believed as well, based on the Bible, that he did not believe in gay marriage. But... And, and they, so, you know, uh, liberals and the left tried to, uh, boycott Chick-fil-A. They tried to call for boycotts against Chick-fil-A at that time. And, uh, I think there were some stores up in, in the North, like in New York city, uh, don't take this as a fact, but I believe there were some areas that would not allow Chick-fil-A that they were going to build or proposing to build a store or something like that, that they didn't approve it because of that particular issue at that time. But, you know, um, I think Truett Cathy ended up, um, I mean, obviously didn't hurt Chick-fil-A. They're still very big. They still continue to build lots of stores. But they also were against Truett Cathy and Chick-fil-A because they, they were mad at them because they were closed on Sundays. Because, again, that was something that was a religious issue for Truett Cathy 
And as he created Chick-fil-A's, he started Chick-fil-A and that was his baby. He should be able to do anything he wants to with that. But he was never accused of mistreating gay people that came into the uh, Chick-fil-A stores. He was never uh, accused of not hiring somebody for to work in the stores because they were gay. But it was just the fact that he came out and 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 spoke out against gay marriage in in response. To, I believe it was to an interview. Someone asked him a question. It's not like he was out there on the stump telling people you shouldn't do this. He was responding to a question. And for that, they tried to shut Chick-fil-A down. So this seems to be something that liberals love to do, to pick on somebody for their beliefs. And it doesn't mean that they persecute or they, they um, you know, they uh, use their position to, to hurt people or to tell other people they can't do that or they shouldn't do that or it's just that's where they stand. That's their beliefs. And I thought we had freedom of religion in this country. We're also supposed to have freedom of speech, but we also learned in the last five years, freedom of speech only matters if you're a liberal or a Democrat. And I, I use the term liberal more than Democrat because uh, there are a lot of Democrats that um, aren't quite as radical as, as many of those that we've, that, we've experienced in the past five years. So all that just to say, you know, to attack somebody because they go to a church where a pastor may have said something, uh, you know, that happened with Barack Obama about, uh, well, I, I, I don't remember whether it was in his first term or when he was running the first time for president, but, uh, you know, some people were on him because he went, to uh, hit the pastor of his church was Jeremiah Wright, who uh, said a lot of anti-white, gave a lot of anti-white sermons, or there was a lot of statements come out of sermons uh, against white people in his church and and against America. So, um, but it didn't seem to stick to Barack Obama just because his pastor said these things the people were not able to make a stick and say, well, this is what Barack Obama believes, but see, that's liberal. That's Democrat. That's okay. That's okay with the press. That's okay with liberal America because anything that happens on that side of the fence is okay with them. But if it's somebody on the right, who's a, you know, uh, a strong Christian like Chip and Joanna Gaines or, uh, Truett Cathy was, uh, and his family for the most part, you know, that's, that's an issue. That's a social issue. It's just obvious that Christians and, and conservatives don't have the same rights and privileges that liberals do in this country anymore. Not if you listen to them. Um, anyway, so the new controversy. <laughs> Let's go to the new controversy. It surrounds them now because they're being accused of racism after the media reported that they donated to Chip's sister's campaign running for school board um, in some community there 
they, I don't believe she lives in the same community that they do. I believe she lives up closer to Dallas, if I'm not mistaken. I saw the uh, name of the city, I believe, or the or the county that she she was in. But anyway, Chip and Joanna donated $1,000 to Chip's sister's campaign for school board. And one of the stances that his sister has is she's opposed to critical race theory. So, you know, I mean, again, keep in mind that this is Chip's sister that he gave money to as she's running for school board, a thousand dollars. Well, that's really not a lot of money uh, today, folks, but maybe it is in that particular race. I don't know. But um, so they're being attacked because of this, because of his sister's uh, opposition to critical race theory. Of course, as you know, many people will support a sibling or other family member running for office. So it's not unusual that they would do that. Um, you know, you want to encourage, uh, people that you, uh, care and love and, and, uh, have same, maybe you have share same political views about things with, there's nothing wrong with contributing to that, but Chip and Joanna's donation to Shannon Braun, I believe that's his sister's name campaign for the Grapevine Colleyville Independent School District came at a price. Now they're being dragged through the mud by the media just basically because of that one particular issue, the critical race theory. And of course, we've talked about critical race theory quite a bit on Trice Talk, so I, I'm not going to go back into that. And hopefully anybody listening to this mini pod tonight will be familiar with critical race theory. If not, tune in to the uh, regular Trice Talk live series with myself and Dennis Lee, and I'm sure I'm going to be uh, talking about it some more in coming weeks because it keeps the issue keeps popping up across the country. Uh, there was actually, we talked, uh, I believe it was last week about a teacher in Florida that was, um, she wasn't technically fired from the school, but she was fired from, and I don't know why they use the terminology fired, but she was fired from her teaching position. She wasn't going to be allowed to teach in, uh, these kids anymore in that school because uh, she had black lives posters up around the room and, and supposedly was, you know, uh, supported critical race theory. And um, now of course she's suing that school system for violation of her freedom of speech rights, freedom of speech. Basically she's saying she has the right as part of her free speech rights to teach critical race theory in this school to, to her students, uh, which is wrong because she's there to do the job that she was hired to do and teach the curriculum that is given to her by school officials, um, school board or whoever mandates that in, in her school system, uh, not what she wants to teach. So anyway, freedom of speech, freedom of choice, um, so anyway, so about this critical race theory and her his sister, I mean, again, it's a thousand dollars. We're not talking about a lot of money here. 
and it is his sister. So why doesn't why doesn't he have the right? Or I guess it was them as a couple donated to his sister. Why don't they have a right to do that? And why don't people have a right to oppose critical race theory in this country? Why is it that every issue that liberals want to deem uh, important to them, or they think in their mind that the entire country should be exposed to and come under the thumb of, why is it that people don't have a right to disagree with them on these things? And so now they've labeled Chris and Joanna racist because they are supporting his sister and she doesn't believe in critical race theories that should be taught in schools. Which shouldn't be a big issue because I think Texas has mandated that it can't be taught in the schools anyway. If it's not legislation now, I know that it, we also had that in a, a, a Trice Talk podcast recently that uh, that's something Texas is pushing um, into law. So it shouldn't be an issue anyway. But make them racist because they're supporting a family member in something like this. And again, don't even if Chip and Joanna are against critical race theory, why don't they have a right to do that? And why does that make them a racist? Because they do. Why is it? Why are you a racist? Because you don't believe that that version of history and the things that that critical race theory um, embraces should be forced upon students in schools. And there's more negative about it than there is positive. So because they support his sister, that makes them racist. Why is it everything that uh, conservatives or Republicans support in this country always makes them a racist? Every issue. The first thing that pops out of liberals' mouths when they when they don't like something that a conservative or a Republican does is they label them a racist. I got a feeling they would be hard pressed to prove that Chip and Joanna are racist. Uh, I know the article that I was reading made an issue about that. Um, Joanna Gaines is, is part of Korean descent. Uh, so, you know, it's hard to imagine that she uh, would be a racist, but, you know, just because um, the facts don't support it doesn't mean that they won't push it. <laughs> uh, it, it would be funny if it wasn't so serious and, and it didn't wasn't intended to harm people in this country. You know, it used to we laughed at ridiculous statements. People would uh, scoff at somebody who made ridiculous claims against people just because of one particular event or one particular issue. But now it happens so often uh, and, and they're doing it to destroy people's careers and destroy people's lives. It's like there's a, a group of people just sitting around waiting for somebody to make a mistake somewhere so they can label them as a racist without even knowing anything about them personally or about their personal lives is how, or how they conduct themselves with other people and knowing what their uh, friends, their base of friends are or how, how they interact with other people in public. 
or how they treat other contractors that they deal with. It's just ridiculous. They take one thing, associate somebody with it, and they'll automatically slap that label. And that's a pretty serious label to, to, to tag somebody with in this day and time, because it's only meant to hurt. It's only meant to silence people. The only good thing that I can say may come of that is because it's been so overused in the past, I'll say five years when it, since it's escalated, it's used so much that I think people are becoming numb to it. I don't know that it carries the weight that it used to. I'm not saying that it doesn't. Uh, and please remember, this is opinions. I don't have any research. I don't have a staff to do uh, surveys and poll people. But from the things that I read and the things that I observe, I, I, I think people are becoming numb to people yelling racist racism all the time for everything that they don't like in this country. Everything that conservatives or Republicans do that is against anything that they stand for becomes a racist issue. So um, I doubt seriously if Chip and Joanna are too concerned about what's being said about them. Uh, they may not like it, but I think they're going to do just fine. I think they're going to continue to be successful because people who are familiar with them, uh, the, the people who watch them on, uh, on their shows have a pretty good idea of what kind of people they are. And I don't think, um, I don't think that issue is going to hurt them at all. I would certainly hope not. You know, there's never really a public discussion about any of these issues. It's always, um, claims by people who feel like they have a right to judge somebody because of one particular issue or because maybe they have somebody in their family that uh, may be doing something that you don't like. I remember when Jimmy Carter was president back in the uh, 80s, uh, I'm sorry, in 70s, and uh, his brother uh, was not quite as... <laughs> sophisticated as Jimmy Carter. And I'll have to say, and I've said this on the show, I, I love Jimmy Carter and respect Jimmy Carter, even though he was a Democrat and I was not a Democrat even back then, but I think he was a good man. I think he was a good, is a good Christian man. And I think in his own mind, he was trying to do the things that he thought was right. Um, he has a history of, He's in the history books of being one of the worst presidents we ever had, but that doesn't take away from him being a good person, a good man, uh, and that he was trying to do things for people and maybe had bad advice. Uh, and it was a bad time in the country as well, but the policies that he was supporting just weren't right for the country. Uh, but that doesn't make him a bad person. Even if he was a bad president, that doesn't make him a bad person. So 
they used to give him a hard time because of his brother. Uh, and his brother came out with uh, Billy Beer, I believe it was. I don't know that it's probably around anymore. But uh, he was kind of the black sheep of the family. And uh, But you never saw Jimmy Carter shy away from his brother. You never saw him reject his brother, even though he wasn't uh, always someone who helped the image of the Carters. So, you know, the fact that Chip uh, is going to stand by his sister and her running for an office, um, it's a family thing, folks. All right. I'm going to, um, with that, I'm going to close for tonight. I was just looking at a couple of other comments on, on Twitter about this issue. And uh, I'm not going to read all those to you, but I, I will read this one to you because I, I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, it's from somebody called Seattle Independent. And they quote... Now there are all sorts of lefties saying that they won't be watching Chip and Joanna Gaines anymore. Come on, Chip and Joanna make shows about fixing and improving and renovating things. How could a leftist possibly find that interesting? <laughs> so uh, basically they're just saying, you know, leftists don't watch, watch fix it and remodeling and renovating shows anyway. So, um, so they won't be missed if they stop watching. All right. I appreciate you um, listening to this episode of mini pod. If you have also keep in mind now that it is Sunday uh, that I will be back tonight uh, at 9 30 PM Eastern time live with uh, my co-host Dennis Lee. And we'll be doing Trice talk Sunday night. And uh, of course it is politics on Sunday night. So uh, I invite you to tune in and 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 see what uh, issues we're talking about tonight. And we always encourage people to call in to the show. And hopefully we'd like to have a dialogue, especially if any of you have actually listened to this entire mini pod and uh, you are a liberal and you would like to call in and uh, argue or I won't say argue. I don't like to argue. Call in and make comments about your opinion about some things that uh I've discussed here on Minipod or anything that we discuss on Trice Talk. We invite you to do so. Uh, it is not an explicit show, so uh, we ask you to keep it clean. It is somewhat of a family show, a late night family show, and uh, your calls will be limited uh, to a uh, time frame. So, uh, but we encourage you to call in if you would like to uh, talk to us and have a different point of view. So until then, till tonight, um, this is uh, Donald Wayne, Minipod, and I'm going to get the vintage erotica people to take us out of here. Hope to see you all later. Stay safe, everybody. Mm -hmm.